morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Steve. And I'm Ryan. And welcome to another episode of The Last Podcast You'd Want. How we doing, everybody? I know that it has been uh, a couple weeks since I have put out a new episode. Busy, busy, busy in the world of Steve. Uh, video games, lots traveling, lots of other stuff. How we doing, more importantly? Ryan, how are you? Welcome back. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Um, I have been uh, watching a lot of movies <laughs> and, uh, you know, just always consuming <laughs> right? it's, it's it's what we're always doing we're either consuming video games or we're consuming uh movies uh i am uh on calamity ganon on breath of the wild i know that the new game comes out tonight yes um so i don't know when i will be buying that it's very rare for me to buy I, a game at full price right now so i pre-ordered it and you know it's ten dollars more than normal switch games but i i pre-ordered it it's coming in tomorrow can't wait to play it you, really... you must be are you are you spoiler free on the game or completely spoiler free i don't know i mean i've seen the trailers and uh i know some people haven't have avoided all the trailers but sure um my buddy my buddy told me one spoiler today i won't spoil it for you uh, but I am I am super excited uh, for when I do get the chance to eventually play that game. So Very cool. uh, let's jump into this real quick with some IMDb birthdays. I'm going to name the actor, actress. You're going to have to guess the age and then we'll go ahead and get into the movie, uh, the, the show with the movie we're going to be talking about. All right. So if you don't happen to know the actor, actress, please let me know and I will go ahead and I'll give you uh, titles that they have been in. Okay. But we are going to start with Mr. Tim Blake Nelson. Oh boy. Okay, give me a movie he's been in. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with him, but um... he I'm gonna say the ballad of Buster Scrubs. Is that yes. what it's called on, on Netflix? Scruggs. I Buster believe Scruggs. that yeah, the ballad of Buster Scruggs. He was also in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I'm gonna say 62. Very close, 59. Ah, okay. All right, not as old. All right. All right. No, that's that's okay. Also celebrating a birthday today. Miss Pam Ferris. Okay, I'm not familiar with Pam Ferris. No, that's all right. I, I, I didn't think you would be. Once I give you your titles, you're definitely going to know. Uh, once my IMDb wants to load, uh, you're going to know her from Matilda huh. as Miss Turn as Miss Trun Trunbull. Uh, she's also in Death to Smoochie as Tommy <laughs> Cotter. Oh, love Death to Smoochie. Um, I'm gonna tell him the story about the man that loses his fucking head with an axe. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Um, I'm gonna guess 68, 70. No, Ooh, 74. Oh, so close, 75. Ah, okay, all right, okay, all okay. right. Celebrating a birthday today. I, I'm gonna tell you right after uh, where she's from because I don't think you'll know the name, but you'll know who she is. Mary Elizabeth Ellis. Do you know I it? I know her. She's uh, she's the wife of oh. Charlie Day. She is. Uh, I'm gonna guess she's 40, 46. You're getting so close with these forty-four. Oh man! I love I love how close you are truly getting. Let's see here. Let's see if there's another good one. Oh. I hate him in all the movies that he's in because he plays such an asshole, Nikki Cat. I don't know Nikki Cat. Nikki Cat, have you seen uh, Dazed and Confused? Yeah. yeah, I'm smoking marijuana. What about it? Okay, okay. Uh, oof, that's another going to be another older person. What if me and my friends like getting high, huh? What's the big deal? Sorry. I'm going to guess fif 58. 
53. You're getting so close, like in these age ranges. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I think that's going to be the last, the last one, real one here. I'll give you, I'll give you a last good one. And I need to pull up already because I, I know the face, but I don't remember what he's in the actor. Oh, there you go. Colby bell. Uh, You're going to know him if you watched the TV show burn notice. Oh, okay. okay. He played Jesse Porter. Okay. Um, I guess another 50 year old, 53. He is 48. Fuck. Okay. All right. No, that's all right. The, those are our IMDb birthdays. So we both went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in the theater. Um, I have a habit. I write down the trailers of the movies that I go to see. And oh boy, I they, whoo, they went all out with these trailers. Yep. We got Mission Impossible uh rec- what Reckoning Part 1. I didn't see that one. Oh, we got I got Hunger Games, uh Song of of Snake and Bird. I didn't get that one either. Uh we got a a new movie coming out called Gran Turismo based on the video game Gran Turismo. I think I got that. I don't recall. That's the one this kid he plays the video game and they have a contest and the the winners go and become actual racers. Okay. Okay. And, and we got Dune Part Two. I saw that one. Fast X. Got Fast. Oh, dude, I've been seeing a, Fast X everywhere. A new Beast Wars trailer. Yeah. Elements. Elements. A new Indiana Jones trailer, yes. which almost made me. Cry. That one people cheered for. Uh, I've gone to see Guardians twice, and both times people cheered when. Uh, I oh, it's on. it's going to be a solid minute. It's probably I'm not going to lie. Like it's really in the feels for me with Guardians, like hardcore in the feels. Yeah. Um. So, so it, then my next viewing will be once it comes out, and I have either bought it or it is on Disney Plus. I uh, did you also get Oppenheimer? No, the last one I got was the Marvels. Oh yeah, we also got the Marvels. Um, yeah, the new Oppenheimer trailer is really good. Shows a lot more of the movie. I, did, I, I, they had me hooked on the first trailer. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't need to know more about Oppenheimer. Like, um, oh, but oh my gosh, like all of these trailers were just. I, I wasn't even really thrilled with the ending of Hunger Games. But Jason Schwartzman playing a young Stanley Tucci, you have me on board. I like, never seen a single Hunger Games movie. Oh, there are Stanley Tucci is primarily <laughs> why I watch. I, I love Stanley. I know Tucci. Elizabeth Banks is in it, and I know yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what, what's the guy's name? I, Josh Hutcherson. Uh, sure, Liam. Get Liam. Liam. Uh, what's his name? Hemsworth. Uh, Hemsworth. Yep. Yep. Um, Stanley Tucci, I mentioned. Quick him. aside, uh, Josh Hutcherson. I know he's like kind of uh, Futterman. I think he was like a Disney star, right? He he was a, a young actor like that. Yeah, something. And he was in a movie that I love that no one I know has ever heard of or seen called Detention. Uh, that I just I always talk about this movie. It's a comedy horror movie starts off as a slasher movie gets really freaking weird and um was this a theatrically recent or was this a made for tv i movie? have no idea i've only seen it on uh I, I have the dvd um i think somebody had this is like back when people were still sharing movies like on a uh, server and i got i had it on my hard drive for years and then i just bought the dvd 
or sorry, the Blu-ray recently because I was like, I need this movie. The Blu-ray. You bought the Blu-ray. Yes. I'm thinking this had to have maybe been an actually an actual theatrically. Dane Cook is in this movie. Dane Cook, what year did this movie come oh, out? I... Detention came out in 2011. Yeah. Oh my god, you know what? I remember seeing the box for this in Blockbuster. It's fantastic. I love that movie. It's so stupid and so good. And okay. uh, one of the best, like, the, the, you know, it takes place in a high school. So, of course, you're going to have a prom scene at the end. And the prom scene, the song that plays is so, so good. All right. Um, interesting. Uh, all of the movies that I saw trailers for, with the exception of Dune, I haven't seen Dune Part 1. Oh, I really like so Dune Part 1. I, I, I have not let this, which is funny, though, because it's like the trailers like let them like spice flow and it's yeah. all spice flow. And I'm all, oh, yeah, I know the gist of the movie. It's all about the spice. It's all about the spice. And, you know, um, all... you, you mentioned Beast Wars or uh, the Transformers. I call it Beast. I call it Beast Wars. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's Transformers. It's Beast Wars. But what, what's the title? What's the name of the movie? Oh, I hear. Hold on. It's I don't I'll get remember. the official. No, it's it's Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. Uh, there's a line in it that I've so I've seen this trailer like five times. I go to the movies a lot, and I've seen this trailer in every single uh, time I've gone to the movie in the past month. And there's a line that Optimus Prime says: it "says Let them come." That cracks me <laughs> up every time, and I start to giggle before the line comes on because I know it's you coming. Know it's, you know Let them come. <laughs> You know what, Optimus um, Prime? Good on you, man. Good on I I am the same way with the Fast X trailer. So my wife cannot take me to Universal Studios on the tour because they have the Fast and the Furious part ride. And I cannot with that nor this trailer because it is so ridiculous. On the Universal Studios ride, a helicopter like hooks on, like harpoons Vin Diesel's car. So Vin Diesel like... Or it gets low enough that Vin Diesel get, jumps out and just jumps on the helicopter. Yeah. And I I just, I lose it laughing every time. And then in this one, like two helicopters, that's what they do. Two helicopters harpoon him and he like nosses it and brings the helicopter. And I'm like, get out of here. She can't take I, I laugh so hard I lose it because it's just so I, it's so fucking. Ridiculous. I just can't believe how many times they say the word family in that trailer. Like it's it family. was it started off family. as like a joke, but like now they're leaning into it. I think, and I swear to God, I think they say it like thirty times on that trailer. F- family. It's all about family. That's gonna be that's gonna be it's gonna be Groot's new word. Um. So let's get let man let's get into guardians of the galaxy 3 so folks if you have not seen guardians of the galaxy 3 what are you doing with your life uh, if you do not want the movie spoiled we are going to be talking about everything that's going on for the next 15 to 20 minutes we're coming we're going to um, spoiler country so buckle up yeah hell yeah um let's start off with i 100 walked into this movie thinking that one if not more than one person was going to we die. took bets before the movie um my money was on i thought nebula was going to die because i thought first of all rocket was too uh, obvious of a pick because the, the trailers gave it away so our joke before seeing the movie was like you ready to go see rocket die because obviously i did not think that was going to happen um my second bet was on drax because my number one bet was on drax because batista was so yes. like hey i'm done yes. like i am done playing drax i'm happy with the journey 
And I'm just like, bro, they're going to kill him. Yeah. And then, and then the day before I, I saw the movie, I go on Geek Tyrant all the time. And Geek Tyrant had an article that just said, Marvel gave DC or Marvel gave James Gunn permission to kill whoever he wanted. So Gunn legitimately just could have killed them could all. Could have killed them all. Yeah. I, honestly, I was thinking it was going to be maybe more than one. The reason I picked Nebula was because uh, I know the trailer <clears throat> kind of put a lot of emphasis on you know, Peter Quill is kind of mourning his uh, mourning Gamora, but Gamora's back, but it's not the same Gamora. So he's like trying to like rekindle things with this person who doesn't know who he is. I thought maybe there's a chance that they have like a romantic connection and then she gets killed too. I was like, maybe that's the direction this movie will go. But um, man, what a surprise that uh, no one dies, bro. That that opening what a, though, what a like pleasure. Oh, oh, so so happy with they that. could have killed Cosmo, like they could have killed they could have killed anybody. anybody. I, I thought they were gonna kill Sean Gunn. Oh yeah, uh, Graglin, Craglin. That would have been, uh, yeah, that would have been good too. Um, but you know what? A lesser writer would have done any one of those things. Uh, James Gunn is a fantastic writer, and this is coming from the guy who wrote uh, Scooby Doo Two. You know, I, I think he's an amazing writer and, um, yeah, he did a great um, job, man. I, he, he just officially announced, I don't know how much you're keeping up on with him in DC, uh, but he has just officially announced that Cosmo is going to be, uh, oh, sorry, not Cosmo, uh, crypto is going to be canon in the new Superman film. Okay, cool. So he's just keeping on with dogs and movies, which I love. Yeah. Um, Adam Warlock. Mm hmm was so was so good in the way they presented him of he is merely a child he's not fully grown yet. yeah they uh they could have done a lot with adam warlock that would have made me groan and they did none of it they they used him so well in like sparingly but also in like good moments where he's like he is this super powerful being I think he's like one of the strongest characters in the Marvel universe. Once he comes to right. once he comes to full full power. In this sure. one, he, he's he's just a kid. He's kind of whiny. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just like, you know, he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> he wants the pet. I want it. Like I have to take you with me, or she'd kill you. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah, I liked Adam Warlock. I was not looking forward to Adam Warlock being in this movie because of the way he was introduced at the end of volume two as being, I thought he was going to be like the next big bad. Thankfully they didn't do that at all. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, but at the end he becomes a guardian. Like it's pretty great. Like it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, just that man, that whole beginning with him and then, and then the thing with rocket, every time they did a flashback with rocket, Every time they did a flashback with Rocket, I cried. Yeah. Him him as a baby, him whenever it's him in the cages with the other animals, I, I cried. Yeah, it was uh heartbreaking. It it really like they made him so cute, like baby Rocket, just a little baby raccoon in a cage with all his siblings and just like looking up at the camera with those like glassy eyes, like he knew what he was doing and it really just like it works you know like bro it's oh and that oh my god and, so I, and i got i got something to show you because i i got up right before we started uh recording and i had to go grab something sure. but uh i i i don't know if you're uh 
pop figure collector, but I had to yeah. have a baby rocket. That's it's a little bobblehead. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. And he, but then, oh my God, just every, just everything. Oh, in that movie that they did, the choices that they were making. Yeah. Um, I thought for sure that Drax, when, when Nathan Fillion uh, shoots Drax twice, yeah. I thought, I thought Drax was dead. Yeah. Like there are so many choices and so many things. And there are apparently a ton of cameos. Yeah. Like more cameos than I realize. I know that Miley Cyrus was replaced with Tara Strong. Yes, Tara Strong did the voice of the floating robot head. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember. His I name. know that Pete. I know that Pete Davidson has a cameo as one of the aliens. Yes, I. We thought that he was the alien that uh, that um, you just said his name, uh, Firefly Nathan Fillion. Uh, when he says, "Oh, I got one of those guys," I thought that was him. But then I looked it up, and he's one of the guys. It, in the spaceship near the end that like Peter Quill's running to go um, he's going somewhere and they like stop him and he goes hey you can kill me but that's going to stop you from getting off this ship Pete Davidson is one of those guys Oh, he's wearing like a head yeah no yeah I know that yeah, yeah James Gunn loves to the with, with all of that he also said that you're definitely going to see a couple Guardians uh, Guardian people in like his upcoming DC movies yeah. which makes me happy I'm assuming he's definitely bringing Batista well, with him. So speaking of cameos, he brought in some people from like, you know, other than Pete Davidson, he brought in uh, Daniela Melchior, I think her name is, the uh, rat catcher uh, from the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. She, I she plays um, the, the I, I don't remember what color she is. She's the girl that they hold hostage in the... Oh, okay. No, exactly who you're talking yes. about. They bring in the blonde from Peacekeeper. Yes, that's his wife. Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, Wait, that James. That's James Gunn's, Gunn's, James Gunn's wife. Gunn's wife? Yeah. What? Yeah, she's in Did it. Did not know that. Um, yeah, Nathan Fillion. Uh, there's what? There's a there's a cup. There's there's it's a slew of of cameos, man. So many, and you know, I was surprised. I thought that they had pitched down or pitched up um, Bradley Cooper's voice for Young Rocket, but it turns out it was Sean Gunn doing the voice for Young Rocket. Hey, and, look at him doing the stand-in for Rocket, the voice for yeah. Young Rocket. Yeah, um, and I, I watched a thing too that um, they filmed all the the Young Rocket scenes first because of the process to do the CGI for that because it looked so good. It took so long to do, so they had to do all that first. Sure. So, so like, you know, not to not to like the other uh, MCU movies where they just shoot everything and then just say, "Hey, you, you VFX guys, deal with it." Like. Um, oh no, James Gunn, he went out with a fucking blast. Like really, oh, he really man. he put everything on the board. Like and for this to come out after Quantumania, which was such a uh, disappointment uh, in in a lot of different ways. I, 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 I really liked Quantumania. I well Quantumania was fine in my opinion, but it had like so many so much bad CGI, bad editing, bad choices. Like I thought it was such a rush job. I feel like this just completely turns around DC or sorry, MCU. Sure. Um, I, I felt like this was like a, a huge improvement uh, over that, which was clearly like there, there are stories about VFX artists being pulled off of quantum to work on Wakanda forever. And then they had no time to finish a lot of shots oh. in quantum mania. Whereas James Gunn's like, he just has like, you know, he got things. He's got a the team. Right way. He's got a full team that just yeah. that are, are just purely reliable to him. Like, 
And he just didn't, he, like, I, I heard stories of Quantumania where they just shot scenes that had no idea, like, what it was going to be. Oh. And then, like, you can see that in a lot of side characters, too. There's side characters that just come in, and then they're gone for the rest of the movie, and they show up at the end. Like Bill like Bill Murray. Like, oh, Bill God. Murray just randomly shows up. He, he I was, love like, his character. It was hilarious. I like his character, but he, like, clearly, it seemed like he wasn't even on set. They probably filmed his stuff all separately. Like, you know, it. it's just a lot sure. of those. No, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed Quantumania. Yeah. I, I see and then see this is where we reverse because yeah. i enjoyed it so much more than multiverse of madness see and i love multiverse I, and that's what i'm saying yeah. is i know i know you love multiverse of madness wife still hasn't seen it so when she rewatches it i may sit down and try and watch it a second watch time. it on disney plus it's it's a if you look at it as a horror movie it's really great it would see but like i i i get it it's Raimi. i understand Raimi's style it's it's not it's not the vision for once again going because I know we've talked about this before, but it's not the visuals. It's not it's not the the artistic direction. It's the story. It's the yeah. story itself and the choices that they decide to make in this in this in this movie that will impact the future of the MCU. It's yeah. it's the the bringing in random things. There, there's just so much that that. I felt the movie had so much potential to give us and like we've talked about it before. Like, yeah. like I know you loved it, but like just the whole Illuminati scene, I yeah. feel that we could have gotten so much more from that. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> that, that whole, that whole scene just completely turned me off from the entire film. I, I because, love that. because I was just so jazzed. I was so jazzed about it's the exact same reason why I, I, I just like the suicide squad. You have such a great cast. No, and, and see, here's the thing. When it when it comes to that, they did such a big buildup and such a big showcasing at Comic-Con uh, of here's of our big cast. Here's everybody we have. And then they kill them all. I hated it. Love let it. alone let alone the fact that they bring like like one of my favorite people of the Suicide Squad is Captain Boomerang. Loved him on Flash, loved yeah. him in the movies. To bring him back just to fucking kill him. Could have killed everybody else, kept him alive, and put him with the rest of the thing, and it would have been fine. There, are, there are a handful of decisions. Once again, it's the decisions in the story that I did not like. Sure, like, like the the Suicide Squad, great artistic film, great shots, great cinematic, great all of that. Um, just certain choices that are made that that I I, I don't like. I understand they are called the Suicide Squad. I understand the right. whole point is to kill them. But don't do this great story arc for Polka Dot Man. Have him be like, I'm a fucking superhero. Mwah. And then kill Mwah. him. No, 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 because he's such Chef's a good character kiss. that you can just, you can throw in other movies and you kill him in the next one. He's yeah. the Captain Boomerang of this one. You keep him alive and you kill him in the next one. Because you know they're going to do another stupid fucking Suicide Squad movie. Uh, yeah, probably. I, yeah, I hope probably. so. I, I liked it a lot. I um, I know you did. But... But going back to to Guardians three, I um, we get our so, first official f bomb in the Marvel Cinematic Use ball in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and and Quill gets to say it, which is great, and it it came so like naturally. I, I, I saw some people online saying that like, oh, this movie wasn't appropriate for kids. There's like animal abuse, there's torture, and there's an f bomb. I'm like. It's a PG thirteen. Like, <laughs> it's a PG thirteen film. You're you you're allowed get away to do with, it. Yeah, plenty of PG thirteen. You can technically get away with two. 
Oh, okay. And a PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do you remember say... the line from uh, from Be Cool? I do not remember the line. There's a from there's Be a cool. scene in Be Cool where there is Be a... Cool PG thirteen. PG PG thirteen. That and... is crazy because Get Shorty is fucking yeah. R. And so they're driving a car, and he oh. says, you, "He says something like, you know, in the PG thirteen movies, you're only allowed uh, one use of the f word. You know what I have to say to that? Fuck that." <laughs> I, it always sticks with me. Like that's I fun. always that's remember funny. that. That's funny. No, I remember. I remember. Be cool. I was working in a theater when Be Cool came out. Man, that I laughed so hard with with open the fucking door. <laughs> Which apparently a lot of that was improv of the day. Really, it wasn't a scene that was written. No, it was like James Gunn has this thing where he'll they'll be they'll film a scene or they'll just like do whatever and he, he'll just be on the the microphone like hey, say this. <laughs> he told Sylvester Stallone to say like, all right, I got to go take a shit. <laughs> and then Sylvester Stallone says, I'm not going to say that. What? I'm going to go take a shit. And James goes like, you said it. <laughs> we got Sylvester Stallone to say it. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um, now let's get, let's get to the one thing yeah. that, that. Yeah. Just... I, I, you told me before we started that there's one thing that's that. And uh, I, I was trying to guess what it was going to be. And we'll see if I'm, if I'm right. All right, you ready? Yeah. I love you guys. Oh, I love that. I love that part. Now, now it's it's so fucking out of left field. Now, did did you understand yes. why why suddenly yes. Groot said I love you guys? Yes, because we are now the audience is now can now understand him just like Gamora did. Cuz Gamora makes a point to whole, the whole movie saying like what do you mean? Like, he's just saying, I am Groot. And then at the end, like he says something and she goes like, Oh yeah. Like, and she understands what he's saying. Now we, as the audience are now part of his family and we understand what he's saying now. I swear to God, Ryan, if in the next movie, he's like, Hey, you guys, I was thinking (laughs) we should go over that way. (laughs) I'm going to be so upset. If this is a window to just let Vin Diesel fucking talk. I'm gonna be furious. Uh, and I, I did furious. So at the, at the, the the mid credit scene, uh, Groot is in it, but I don't think he says anything. And I kind of hope that he did because if it went back to saying I am Groot, then I'd be like, okay, cool. Like we got the one, you know, we got to hear him once, and then that goes back to him. But like I don't know. I, no, I, I. I I liked how they set it up though. Like they they did like kind of bring you along the ride. I must have missed I must have missed Gamora acknowledging because I think it would have been and I was thinking about it because I was laughing so fucking hard in the theater when he's just like, I love you guys. Oh, I'm man. just I laughed so hard that I I lit I literally was chuckling, looking to the ceiling, I was laughing so hard. I so they must have done something because I just looked at Tiffany today and I was like they should have they should have been like Gamora should have been like like had this look and Peter been like see now you understand him yeah like well, they, 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 they needed more they needed more than just whatever they gave us because for me it was him randomly saying I love you guys and I'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck was that yeah I I don't know I I was already in like tears at that point so <laughs> it didn't it didn't affect me that oh, way when 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 they made us think that they were gonna kill Peter yeah 
Oh my god! So yeah. they, there, there are three solid characters that they make you think are going to die in this movie. They yeah. make you think Rocket's going to die. They make you think Drax is going to die. They make you think that Peter is going to die. And bro, they even have Peter's face like expand puffy. I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting there in the theater almost in tears. Like, are they really the about to Star do this? Because 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 he wanted his fucking Zune. Yep. Uh, and, but but you because you we're saying goodbye to Star Lord, but we're not right because according to the post credit scene, Star Lord will return. Um, I really I I I still stand by by my my thing of uh, I really don't like a lot of the throwaway post credit scenes. Okay, I I I, I did not. I this this post credit scene was not a fan of it. Uh, didn't I think there were better choices that they could have given us because Guardians of the Galaxy Two had three post credit scenes, had yeah. two mid credits and one yeah. post credit, and I would have switched those because the post credit is Stanley being acknowledged as as a watcher, right? And I would have switched that with the Adam Warlock, right? And I just didn't, I didn't care. I, if you're going to give me a post credit, if you're going to give me a stinger, some people call them like make it worth my while, mm -hmm. make it, make it something that I'm either going to like seriously belt, like chuckle, like belly laugh at or something serious. That's going to set us up for something in the future. For sure. That's just me though. I, yeah. I don't know how you felt about the, Oh, they come by on a tour and I don't know why they have to watch a 40 year old man mow a yard. Yeah, when when we left the theater, I actually asked my friend, uh, "What what were they talking about at the end?" I, I kind of missed it, maybe. And I was like, "I was like, did they say anything important?" She's like, "No, they were just talking about mowing the lawn." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's that's what I thought." Yeah, it's just like such a throwaway. It's like yeah. it's like the Flash showing up uh, in Justice League. Oh, Martha's Lois, it's Lois. Um, speaking of the Flash. Uh, are you excited for the DC Flash movie coming out? Not really, um, but I'll probably see it. What I really so that's the difference I think between like a movie like Guardians and like DC. Um, in the trailer, there's a shot of Michael Keaton, and he goes, "You uh, you want to get crazy? Let's or you want to go nuts? You want to get, get nuts?" let's go and it's like it's so dramatic and like this camera slowly pushing in and i just roll my eyes i'm just like i remember when he said that in the other batman movie, like, and uh, that i'm not gonna lie that that's what bums me out because in my head this entire time i think they missed a real opportunity because this movie is supposed to be flashpoint right that's what this movie is supposed to be in flashpoint bruce wayne does not exist right in flashpoint Bruce is the one that is killed. Thomas becomes Batman. Martha becomes the Joker. Fucking spectacular. Very that for cool me, story. Yeah. Chef's kiss. This whole time I've been watching the trailer and I'm like, let Keaton be fucking Thomas. Let Keaton be Thomas. Let Keaton be. And then they give us the, you want to get nuts. And in that same trailer, he's like, my parents died. And I'm like, get out of here. It's not, it's not Flashpoint then. Yeah, it's not Flashpoint. And it, it, I just, I can't wait to see what James Gunn does with DC because so far the only movies I've liked from DC have been like Suicide, the Suicide Squad. Um, I kind, I like the first Shazam. I haven't seen the second Shazam. 
Second um, Shazam was cute. It wasn't as good as the first, but I enjoyed it. I just heard there's like a huge thing with Skittles in it, and I was like, what? <laughs> like Taste the Rainbow. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, what are they doing? It's, it's, I, I, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, fucking hilarious. All right, I I'll watch it at some point, but I I really don't like like okay. I'll give you an example, right? So in this in Guardians three, um, the whole time. Peter Quill is saying like, it's not a trap. It's a face off. And he says it like three times and he never really explains what he means. But then like, you kind of get, Oh, face off. But like, nobody turns to each other and says, Oh, face off. You know, whereas in a DC movie, they, they would have all looked at each other and be like, that's what he meant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what they would have done in DC. And I, I just I see the trailer for Flash, uh, and I, I'm like, man, people have been waiting so long for a Flash movie, and sure. it's gonna come, and it might be good, but like, I'm just really I, I'm gonna set my bar so low. So low. Yeah. Uh, the only the only thing that would make me extremely ecstatic for it is if the whole movie happens, and then Ezra Miller is standing there as uh, Barry Allen. And then he goes, what's this? What's this happening? And then he starts shaking, and then he turns into the Barry Allen from the TV show. And he is officially re just replaced. Just replaced. In the, in the DCU. Yeah, they're pretty crazy, man. I, yeah, I bro. followed a lot of the things that they're up to, and I, I just um, I, I can't believe that, that uh, DC is continuing with the movie, but, you know, it's gonna, it's going to make a lot of money, so... Michael Keaton's there. They got Supergirl there. Whatever. It's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, is there anything else though that you really would like to speak uh, about Guardians? Uh, yeah, I wish they would have used more Cosmo. Um, I really like Cosmo oh, as a character. That, let's okay. Sorry. Yeah, let's get into Cosmo really quick and the yeah. continuous bad dog bit. I loved it. I loved it so I, much. I was I was cry. I cried for that. When 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 Sean Gunn is like because she she's a good girl like boom like even <laughs> thinking about it now just because I love my dogs I'm did you happy. notice uh, so Cosmo jumps up and licks his face and it's so clear that the tongue is CGI it's like a huge tongue that's like licking his face and I was like that's the only part of bad CGI I've seen in this movie <laughs> no I didn't even notice um, that but i love that they're when they're playing poker and she goes you know uh one thing that the russians did is they sent me into space but they never called me a bad dog <laughs> they sent and me I into space to die I but they the didn't little, call me a bad dog the little callbacks in that circle because like one of the people playing is the diamond dealer from yes. the first guardians movie yep yep like it's so man this movie is so good i um, another thing real quick is i i thought that every James Gunn movie had a cameo from Steve Agee and this one I don't think did. And I kept looking, I was like, where's Steve Agee? Where's Steve Agee? He's not here. <laughs> like yeah, I guess he was he was killed in the last one, but uh didn't stop right Michael Rooker from making the cameo. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Often it's uh it's like uh it's like, uh, what's his name with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, uh, Ryan Johnson, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. That's but, you know, 
every I, one thing that stayed consistent was is Rooker. <clears throat> Michael Rooker is still in this one, so he, for he every is, second he's in he it. Is, he is in it. Oh, and what a good man! What a good scene! Another scene! Another scene that brought tears to my eyes. Like. Yeah. There's just so much good. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's really heartbreaking, and I don't know if I could watch it a second time. I really want to go watch John Wick 4 again. Isn't it four hours long? It's three. It's like three and a half, but it's... Yeah. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, have you seen the other John Wicks? Yes, I've seen the other John I Wicks. Highly, I love them. I highly recommend you check this one out in the theater with as much as you go. I highly yeah. recommend checking out before they leave. There is this great like third person overhead shot in in like a warehouse building that's a couple minutes long fuck it donnie yen is amazing as always um no like just the action the story it's absolutely spectacular i would highly recommend checking it out yeah i want to see it i just i couldn't find anybody to go with me and i've gone to movies alone before but um for whatever reason i just didn't really have the pool like i it's hard to justify sitting in a theater for three and a half hours for me. I, I, that's the reason I didn't go see Avatar. Um, I, I did, however, go see Bo is Afraid, which I loved, but that's a three-hour movie. And, uh, you know, I had people that wanted to go see it. So it was... I I, I, I really, I really, I'm thinking about going to see John Wick for a guy. That was really good. Yeah, I want to see um, it for sure. Other than that, uh, as as we do come to a close, anything else that from from Guardians you particularly do want to talk about? Yes, there. Yeah, uh, keep so, it coming. So a lot of the things that happened on Counter Earth were really funny, um, especially with the, the Statue of Liberty being the, uh, the what's what's the bad guy's name? Oh, Who, I, I. Oh, the man. bad guy. That's yeah. the, the asshole. He's uh something to do with evolutionary, high evolutionary. Sure. And. Um, he is also we gotta say like probably one of the best Marvel oh, he's, villains. He's is, he's is the the worst Marvel, and you have to think that we haven't seen the last of him. Yeah, he doesn't die on screen, you know. Well, he, it's it's well the thing is is clones, right? That was like part of the things that he was dealing with was clo- was was proverbial cloning. Yeah, and it's not like he had like crazy powers. Like he had that suit that could control gravity, which is kind of scary. But like. Um, I would like to see him show up. Uh, I really like, I love that Rocket didn't kill him, even though it's like, I'm going to leave him to die on this exploding spaceship. But Rocket's like, I'm a guardian of the galaxy. I'm not going to kill this piece of trash, even though he's killed so many people. And and um, we do get officially, because uh, he keeps calling him like, th- like C3814. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm Rocket. Rocket the raccoon yeah which i have to think like maybe he just didn't know what a raccoon was like this whole time like yeah because for two movies they're calling him i'm not not a raccoon i'm me and there's nothing else like me which is true there were no other uh, animals that were like that with raccoons yeah um so on counter earth um which by the way horrifying when they start blowing up a planet they kill like when people say like, oh, this wasn't appropriate for children. I was like, I kind of believe like that scene where there's like a family on the lawn and they just blow oh, up. Oh, they just blow up. Oh my God. Like I have, oh, this- to, I have to think that the, the husband, I want to look into it because, but I'm calling right now the husband of the house that they go into. That's polka dot man. I'm going to say right now that's David. David Do- Mas- Do- Do- look at the hair. Yeah. Look at the hair that the guy has. And it's essentially, <laughs> it's his hair. It could be him. I, I didn't look it up to see who that is. But, um, 
But uh, oh that my God, was great. Just the scene of everyone blowing up. You get you get that Paris Hilton looking actress, uh, uh, Adam Warlock's mom. Oh yeah, yeah, she was pretty good. I really liked her. She blows up. Yeah, um, which really one, surprised me. One thing that that was hilarious to me is um, so I went the first time to this movie with my friend Liz, who's a huge. Um, she just knows a lot of Japanese culture stuff, and the song that's playing when they go into that family's house is an artist called Hatsune Miku, who is a Vocaloid artist, uh, which did you know what Vocaloid is? No. So it's an artist that doesn't exist. It's uh, they do. um, They use some program to make a voice like an anime girl voice from program. So it's not a real singer, but their songs are super popular. And the song that they're listening to when they go and they turn off the radio is a Hatsune Miku, Miku song. And it's really bizarre. And she turns to me and she says, was that just, were they playing a Vocaloid right now? <laughs> like, is that, that's Hatsune Miku. She knew immediately the song, who it was. Like, this that's funny. Fake anime artist. Like, it's so crazy to me. And then I looked it up on the soundtrack and it's Hatsune Miku. And you got to listen to that song. It's really bizarre. It's all about like animal noise, which makes sense. Like it's sure. You know, Cause they're animals. They're animals. And they're listening to, but it's just funny. Like, to think that these animals have evolved to a point where they have vocaloid artists on this counter earth. Well, you have to think that in that scenario, it might not be a vocaloid singer. It might just be, yeah, it might just be a representative of like a popular art because I'm going to tell you right now, any other person that doesn't, that the <laughs> every other person in that theater was like, who's that K-pop yeah. artist? That's like, like what's, what's, <laughs> Like, you know, they're not right. going to know that it's right. an AI sing, that it's not a real person. No one's going to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, anyone I, else that, that, that I wouldn't have it, known, you know, yeah, I would have had no idea. So, um, but speaking of the soundtrack though, I have been listening to the soundtrack on repeat since I got out of the first time of the movie, I've been listening to it while I cook, I listen to it, you know, while I'm working and every single time since you've been gone comes on by rainbow. And I have to think, I have to imagine James Gunn going into the Kevin Feige or whoever at, at Marvel being like, all right, we got this new uh, Guardians movie coming out. We're going to make a trailer for it. The main song this time, you know, we did Redbone before. We did The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. I want to do Since You've Been Gone. And they go, oh, fuck yeah. Kelly Clarkson, that's going to be great. And he goes, no, no, no. The Rainbow song. <laughs> what? And that song, every time it comes on, I tear up. I'm I'm sit, I'm cooking eggs in the morning. I'm Bro, listening to it. I, it's, it's I, oh man. I, I I tear I tear the first the first trailer they put out the mute the song they play with it I just tears, bro. Yeah, it's so good. Oh man, and I, I I've listened to it nonstop. I love that they had Redbone at the end. They brought it back around to uh, yeah um, that song. I can't remember the name of it right now. The Redbone song. Yeah, but. Uh, Come, it's, it's come and get your love, right? Yeah, come and get your love. love. Um, so good. I, I love that all these, all three of these movies have just had killer soundtracks. Soundtracks, yeah. I love they got the Beastie Boys on this one. Yeah, which is funny because uh, you have you seen the Mario movie? I have. Yeah, they had Beastie Boys on that one too. I was like, interesting, and uh, I was kind of waiting for uh, this movie to have. Uh, 
holding out for a hero because every other movie has been using that damn song in their movies lately. But man, Guardians Guardians was so good. Uh, Ryan, if you were to uh, rate this movie out of ten, what what would you give it? Easily, I, I think I gave it a four and a half stars on Letterboxd. I give it a nine oh yeah. Let's and a half go. Stars. Let's go. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. I will go out of five. That's fine. So four, out of five, four and a half out of five, nine out of ten. Great movie. Perfect send off to the Guardians. I I like it more than Guardians one at this point. I've only seen it twice. I've seen the first Guardians movie like ten times. So I, we'll see how it goes with time. I love it. Are you excited for the new the new team of Guardians that we have because? Because yeah. I, I had a guest on, and funny enough, it was for Quantumania, that, that put this great scenario out that they're calling this phase, I believe, five, right? Right. In reality, they should just call it phase one. Because we are really restarting. We're doing a lot of new origin stories to build up these new people. You have right. Shen-Chi. You have all these other people. And then you have the end of this, which is now the beginning of the new Guardians, which mm-hmm. Rocket is going to be, you know, the leader of. And I have to imagine, so they're going to be coming out with the Kang Dynasty uh, Avengers movie soon. I have to imagine that with all the variations and time and, and all that stuff that they've been doing, I, I, they they got to do some big reset or something, you know, they're going to, they got to, if they're trying to compete with Thanos snapping and erasing half the galaxy, you know, or but, that, universe, but, but that's the thing is we're starting back at the beginning. Right. So it's going to be another five years, 10 years before we get you, you know, you can have an Avengers movie. Look at the buildup that we had for, for Avengers, right. you had Avengers, you had age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. You had what then in game or Infinity Wars than in game, right. right? And I always I always get confused. I always want to count Civil War in that, but that's a Captain America movie. That's, that, see, that's that's yeah. that's the best Captain America movie. My that is. best Captain America movie. Um, so in reality, we're basically they're calling it Phase Five. Should have just been honest with everyone and gone, "Hey guys, we're going back to Phase One. We are restarting stuff." Phase two, phase three. You know what I mean? Because you can call it phase yeah. five, but people are wanting that that explosive energy to come to come on out um, when we have such a big buildup, uh, especially with people that haven't even been introduced that I'm just so excited for. We have uh, the Blade movie that, mm-hmm. that's coming out at some point, uh, and he is semi-introduced in, inter- in the internals. Um, yeah. He has like an end credit sequence. Yeah, but you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't see him. You just just hear him. Um, It. I'm just so excited with everything that Marvel is doing and everything they're bringing. Uh, I'm even, I'm even excited for DC. I just love movies in general. So, yeah. um, If people want to find you, if you want to be found, where can you be found? Um, nowhere really. I mean, I have a SoundCloud. Uh, it's like uh, some old songs of mine. No, uh, SoundCloud.com slash, I think it's Ryan the Robot. I'm oh, usually yeah, Ryan the Robot on everything. <laughs> so, excellent. Uh, excellent. Well, yeah. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, definitely want to get you back on for a, a draft. Uh, Dude, I, I told you before the before the show, I, I, do, I joined a movie club in my neighborhood that we meet tw- uh, once every two weeks, and we've been watching some some great stuff. I, I've, you know, I, I was kind of losing it a bit. Like, I, I do go to the theater a lot, but I haven't watched a lot of there's a lot of old movies I haven't seen that I want to watch, but no one ever wants to like 
have a movie night, you know, but now I have like a club where it's like, okay, this is the movie we're watching. We're going to talk about it. And it's great. Just to, like sit around a table. Everyone gets their turn. I take notes on the movie. It's really fun. I recommend anybody like start a movie club, you know, talk about movies, go see more movies. I love them. There you go. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks. I look forward to having you on the next time. Let's and play like, a game next time so you can win. You can you beat me as you always do. <laughs> I love it. We'll definitely get you back on for another one. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the last podcast you'd want. And until next time, tip the veal, try the staff. We'll see you then. Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you we got to go. Grab your hat and head for the door. Didn't notice very anymore. If you like our show, tell everyone but. If you think it's great,